Hey, Jimmy, give me a podcast with nothing. Nothing? Welcome to the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast, found on the web at www.lunchcrew.org and wherever fine podcasts are streamed. Now, Subgenius Friendly. Okay, everybody, welcome. Welcome to episode three of second season. ORG. ORG. The original Org. gangster. Org. That's right. Orgrimmer. Or, uh, Orgrimmer. What? What is that Orgrimmer. from? That's from Warcraft. Uh, Warcraft. Oh, yeah. was that from Warcraft 2? Yeah. Sure. And that's, 3. That's and World of War. Well, but it wasn't in 1, right? Because it's on topic. So no, no, Yeah, uh, throwbacks. Today's all about throwbacks. We're going to be talking about the 80s and the old school games uh, that we grew up with. And um, God damn it, we loved them. Oh, still do. In fact, uh, while, while scrambling for today's topic... I not only discovered that the game I was going to put really wasn't the one I should be putting, it was another one, and we'll talk about that later. But uh, how are you guys doing? Can't complain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> doing good. Got some Farm Simulator out of the way this week. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. Farm Simulator. Is that, did something new come out for it? So they did a couple of patches, and just the circle of people have, are coming back to it. Mm -hmm. And so on Farm Simulator 19, uh, they... A while back, they added logging, so you get a chainsaw and you chop down trees and, you know, logging stuff. Um, but since that's very physics intense, it was extra annoying on uh, 19 when it first came out. But they've done some patches and it's not as annoying anymore, so we were doing that. Oh, all right. Well, for those of you that like physics games that have fun, you have Farming Simulator and you also have the Arma series. Hey, oh, by the way, a funny little story. Um <laughs> I, uh, Missy and I have been watching a, uh, a YouTube channel, um, of this kid who is a third generation farmer. Okay. And, uh, he talks about farming. I mean, that's what he does. He shows, he shows what they go through for farming and how, how the whole thing happens. And it's pretty interesting. And they're, they're, he and his family are pretty funny. So it, it's not just dry, you know, get in the tractor, load the beans, unload the beans, get back in the tractor, do the, whatever. So. Last night we're watching the process and he takes a, a he's in his office um, and he's filming himself and over his shoulder on the wall is a poster for Farming Simulator 2019. Well, no lie. Some of my coworkers also have farm related day jobs. And uh, so I know one guy who is a um, he does animal husbandry for like Angus grade cattle and stuff like that. And um, another woman who they do haying of fields and stuff like hey. that. Hey, what? Hey. Um, <laughs> so I was like, so like, I'm just curious, like, how does that work? He's like, oh, you know, and then we got like, you know, use, we use a machine to drive the hay. I'm like, yeah, you mean a tether? And she's like, you know about tether? I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you tether the hay. So it's all spread out. And then you come through with the baler and you get round, you know, and, and she's like, Okay, I'm like, yeah, I play Farming Simulator. <laughs> so, so it's fairly accurate up until the crazy physics stuff. Now, actually, I got to tell you something. Watching these videos, and I think he's in Idaho. I'm not exactly sure where. Um, some of the roads there uh, really look like, yeah, the physics are pretty accurate because they're bouncing them around all over the place. So, uh, Brandon, have you played Farming Simulator? I have not. <laughs> I have have not. you played uh, Farming Life? I have not played any game relating to farming besides well, I mean like uh, real life. civilization. What about Farmville on Facebook back in the day? Nope. Oh, didn't I didn't play that either. That. 
You wow. know what? If, if we do a show about games that I'm glad I never played, Farmville <laughs> would absolutely be on that list. It, it certainly would be based on the number of uh, stupid requests I got for whatever the hell they're they're doing. What yeah. are coins or, or whatever? I don't know. Yeah. So the social media game thing, which, yeah, there there is a couple that we kind of played a little bit, but they were not Facebook based. They weren't social media based. The mafia. Kinda... Yeah, the mafia thing, and it was the the web page was all was all about it. Hey, you know, I know we decided for season two to not really talk about current affairs, but we I, we had a request from our one listener uh, to talk a little bit about Fortnite. I don't think any of us play Fortnite, correct? I have never played Fortnite. Me either. I wanted to play Fortnite before it turned, uh, when it was a uh, survival craft zombie game. Not uh, when, when it was. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, no interest when it turned into what it is today. So, so I remember Will um, trying to get us to play the original version of Fortnite, and I believe he had purchased a, a, an early access copy, and was like, "Oh yeah, this game is really great. We should play it." And uh, it just never got picked up. The, the what Fortnite is? It's kind of a cartoony uh, battle royale mode where you or and your team uh, get dumped out of a flying school bus because into, why not? Yeah, why not? into an area where you can build and shoot and collect. It was not the first to the scene, but it became wildly successful just because mm-hmm. it reasons I, you know, we <laughs> could talk, we could, we could have a whole episode about it, but since none of us really play it, I, it would be just like, you know, um, a bunch of old guys speculating armchair generaling. Yeah. Yeah. Armchair general generaling or like Congress uh, and women's reproductive <laughs> rights. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where we, what we'll just do talk about today is the fact that they recently had their season end, which means that they were they have a, a roadmap of content that happens and they they add, you know, different characters, skins, basically. You can play um, different things, different mechanics get added to the game throughout the life of a so-called season, much like our podcast, um, but with more change and and a lot more revenue. And a hell of a lot more revenue. I don't understand how that makes money. I just don't. Fortnite. Well, there's, there's, you know, microtransactions because it is a free to play well, no, no, game. No. I understand the mechanics of how they collect money. I don't understand why people pay money. Well, why That's wouldn't just... they? That's that, you know, nah. if it's a popular thing, as you know, people will pay money to look different in a popular thing. And as you know, in a popular thing, I probably don't understand or like it. So, um, okay. So, uh, Fork, Fork Knife, um, recently ended their season two and, and they usually make this big thing. I think the end of season one was Thanos, uh, entering, um, the, the realm and they changed the game state play style, uh, to one player got to be Thanos absurdly powerful. So I, I got to ask the question, mm-hmm. was it bonafide? Thanos, or was yes. it a character that looks like so? It was like Marvel franchise license, oh, yeah, right? License. Most of the stuff is very oh, epic. Yeah, the they just they doing? added right. John Wick. They added, you know, just yeah. Jesus. Okay. Well, it's epic. It's the like, company. I guess epic. When you have that Fortnite money. You can just go freaking. It's like, hey, dear five year old child, what do you want to do? Yeah, what I want to play as Thanos, or I want to play as John Wick, or I want a pony. Or I want dad to come back. You know, so these things that <laughs> Damn, man. Do, um, <laughs> so they ended season two and it was 
one of the most watched events online. Now, I remember growing up, the most watched event was the like the finale of MASH uh, or Who Shot JR or, you know, but nowadays, yeah, kind of stuff. yeah with, with, with the way media content consuming, media consuming has changed, and in many ways it hasn't. It's just the way it's been delivered. It's, it's uh, people, amplified, I think. Well, you know, there's more people. I'm not sure amplified is the word. Well, yeah, um, well, uh, it, it's just I, another I, I form of... I want to segue, but, you know, now I can consume content while I'm waiting on the bus. I can watch a video while I'm on the bus. I couldn't bring my Zenith console TV to me on, on the bus and watch well, an episode. Of hold up a second. You had those little two and a half inch screens in the 15 by 7 by 6 portable and and they had like you you never the antennas were never long enough. Hey, so. and you know what? No one brought their Atari to play on those either. So you know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Gameplay. But anyway. So I don't know. Have the numbers in front of me because again, I didn't really care. But yeah. Um, but a lot of people. I mean, I did read articles about it, but I just didn't save any of it. A lot of people watched it end, and how it ended was a black hole. And so you know, this is the way the world ends. This is the way the world ends. Not with a whimper. Or not with a bang, but a whimper. So people were like, wait, what? That's it? And it caused a big stir. And people started talking about it. There were a lot of buzz. And as people were watching, you know, over time, over 24 hours, there was an alternate reality game. So numbers came out. And, you know, there was a lot of uh, puzzles and stuff. And people found out more stuff's coming. Well, big surprise. You know, why would you blow up your, your big money maker? So now they rebooted the servers, which they, they just like they do all the time. And they've brought up a whole new game or a game style, new additions to stuff, XP, experience points, all these different things added to the process. It's it's kind of cool. It's kind of like, you know, okay, say say a AAA company such as, oh, I don't know, whoever makes Destiny, uh, instead of, you know, releasing Destiny 2, they just said, hold on a second. We're just going to change everything and everything comes from here on out. It's going to be, and it's a completely strange um, and alien in today's world to add so much and give so much content, which is, which is weird because a game like Warframe, which is another free to play first person shooter uh, and uh, is doing stuff like that. And apparently it's excellent. Um, Lots of content, lots of fun. Not a, not a grinder. Is it, is it grindy? Oh, it's very grindy. Okay, so very grindy. But then again, so is Destiny. Um, then you have Pillars, no, Path of Eternity. Yep. Which is a Diablo clone, which is that's, extreme. Uh, what that's, is it? That's, that's, that's your, yeah. Uh, You're confusing Pillars of Eternity and Path of Death the Exile. Yeah, okay. One is, a, one is a, an RPG and the other is Diablo. Yep. Yeah, Path, Path of Exile. Okay, Path of Exile, very grindy. They also add a lot of content, but it's not, you know... It, it's just it's because Fortnite, uh, Fortnite, excuse me, is so popular and has actually crossed out of just being a gamer thing. My sister, who is I would call her a gamer, even though she's like thirty years older than me, she was even aware of the situation of what what is going on, and she asked me, "Well, what what do you think about all this?" And I'm like, "Well, it's great. You know, I think anything that brings gaming to." more people's awareness and in such a way where it's more of a uh artistic thing than a you're gonna rot your brain out hey that's great what do you guys think um well speaking for your for your 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 sister knowing uh about what was going on it was trending on every social media media platform 
it was on the news it was everywhere fortnite was just everywhere marketing for fortnite they deserve an a plus for that they deserve a big pat on the back they probably drove <laughs> a lot more sales uh, with the whole black hole thing yep 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 so okay guys well uh let's see we'll talk about real quick before we go to the break what is that one game that you played all the time as a kid on on the pc what's that one game uh, on the pc my the first game that we purchased was um return to zork um i'd never played the any of the original zork games at that point um because i got my first computer it was a 486 SX 25, whatever. That's neither here nor there. But yeah, um, that, hey, if you understood those words, there are people. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you can always remember the SX because it stood for sucks. sucks. Well, you know, I, 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 I owned it. a 25 SX and I know it sucks. So, well, the reason why we bought it, the reason why I bought it is, is because it was number one, it was on sale. Right, and number right. two, it had the upgrade slot for the DX processors. Oh, uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh. I, I eventually upgraded it to an SX2, and then from there, I, I I did a DX upgrade. Couldn't get a DX2 because the motherboard didn't support it. But anyway, it's neither here nor there. Anyway, um, the first game, it, it came in a um, a pack, or the game itself, a Return to Zork, came in a pack, and it had, like, a Return to Zork, and then there were some other shareware games with it, like a whole shit ton of CDs and discs that the uh the salesperson gave us and i put in zork and i was completely blown away and i was just like this is the world i want to live in and uh my favorite part of that game was when you meet the drunk yep <laughs> wait wait go ahead go ahead say it <laughs> nope it's want some rye of course you do <laughs> <laughs> oh man it it has gone on so long that my daughter knows that saying. I, I mean, you know, I, I apparently mentally abused my child um, by inflicting my old um, video game nostalgia on her. So, so, can you get her to record that for us? Maybe. Yeah, go ahead, say it. Want some rap? Curse you, did. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo. Nice. She just walked into the room and was just like, oh, you guys are talking about right? Malls and rock? Of course you do. <laughs> so uh so Ken, Ken, talk about talk about yours. Uh so I, I I changed it just now because part of so originally the question was what game were you nostalgic for? And then it went to what game our favorite computer game from when we were kids, and then you just said, What game could you just play over and over again? So, uh, well, the one, the one there, I put there are those that would say over. those are not three different statements. Uh, I, however, I are. those people are not named Ken. That's true. <laughs> um, well, this, yeah, anyway. Um, so like, I have never seen hair so fine on a man's head as the one split by Ken. <laughs> well, you know, my beard, I have a lot of split ends. Um, it's so silky, small, soft. Jeez, it's silky, soft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Anyway, so the uh, I'll, I'll just go ahead and, and say all three then. So like the game that I was probably the most nostalgic for, I can't even remember what it was though. Um, there you go. So the game that I the game that I was nostalgic for would have been uh, Myth: The Fallen Lords, which was a pre-Halo Bungie game. Yeah, it, it was a uh, it was one of those games I could just keep playing over and over and over again because it had a multiplayer component. It was like the early incarnations of Bungie Net. 
and there was a lot of mods for it as well. So, uh, how, was, how old were you, Ken? When I play Myth the Fallen Lords, um, mm-hmm. that would have been ooh, I wasn't old enough to drink, but I was out of high school. So, how long ago was that? Yeah, that would have been like the late 90s, probably. So, okay, let's mid, go mid, 10 mid years earlier. 10 years earlier. So, the late 80s. I mean, you know, in the late yeah, 80s, early know. 90s, it was what, Doom? Stuff like yeah, that. Castle Wolfenstein, too. But there's other ones. Yeah, there's other the stuff 90s. there. So, so, oh, this is probably me splitting hair again. You said PC. I didn't have a PC until the 90s. So, I can't play PC games in what the 80s. What did you have before the Com- PC? Commodore 64. It's a still a personal computer. I didn't say the IBM clone, did I? <laughs> no. I said That's... personal computer. I don't know. I was just farting around on the Commodore 64 games. I was playing a lot of probably BBS store games at the time too. So uh, Maniac Mansion and uh-huh. Trade Wars and stuff uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good call. So, uh, so uh-huh. what? Uh, uh, since you could be Wes's proxy, what was Wes's? Uh, oh, game Wes in the eighties. Well, as a kid, he was a kid and okay. he was, you know, he grew up during a very formative time of the, the, the PC culture. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Play, personal computer culture. Yeah. Uh, it would use yeah, more like yeah. culture. You probably got to be you gotta, yeah. using PC. So, yeah. so his favorite game as a kid. And as I asked him this, I answered it immediately um, because I know this is the Sims and not the Sims as you're supposed to play it, which is, you know, with virtual dolls. But as uh, an interior designer as and as an architect, and as soon as he learned about the cheat codes, he which allowed him infinite money and the ability to build things, uh, he took off. He just loved building and making real things in a virtual space. And and then from there, going from you know making stuff that he is familiar with to making stuff that he wanted to be familiar with. It was really cool. It was it was a it was a treat watching his. Uh, his uh, imagination take off and and he had been a lego fan but the sims really allowed him to visualize things in ways that that legos just weren't doing it for him is it is it bad when you're saying it allowed him to make things he wanted to be familiar with my brain instantly went to weird science (laughs) no no that's that's actually yeah fairly (laughs) yeah yeah okay yeah no that's the more you know the more you know See, about Wes. You know, yeah. yeah. All right. So, so what for me, yeah. what about me? Um, yeah. What about Patrick? Okay. The first thing I thought of was, uh, was, was the secret of monkey Island. And the problem with that one is, is that actually I never really got to play it a lot because I had to upgrade my Tandy upgrade my Tandy um, computer to be able to play it. And it took a long, long time for that to happen. So, Really, the game that I played a lot as a kid was a game called International Bridge Contractor. And it is, as I told Ken back when we were discussing this, it is the proto time waster of a game. We talked about the crims. We talked about all that. You know, it basically is you start out um, or even even you, you start out sell You start out bidding for jobs that you can do. And then from there, you start making more and more things. It's, it's, it was just absolutely amazing um how to uh to play this game and, and you know I'm a, i was i don't know nine ten years old and bidding on multi-million dollar bridges and having them built and i was like wow you know so it was the game that was it right there and we'll have a link to it in the show notes so uh 
you can play yeah, it the, in your browser. The impression, the impression I got from that when you said it was like, you know, hey, it's like a lemonade stand. So anyone, yeah. anyone who like Brandon, do you ever play lemonade stand? No. Okay. Do you ever play? Did you actually like legitimately ever play like Oregon Trail? Um, outside like, of school, no. <laughs> well, well, you ever no, been no, in a no, Turkish no. prison, Brandon? I I never played it outside of school either. Uh, no, I did not play those games in my personal time. <laughs> they reminded me of school. All right. Well, why don't we take our first break at uh, the really early 42-minute mark? And, uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me, because uh, odds are after Wes is done with it, it'll be more like, let's take our first break at the 12-minute mark. Um, <laughs> let's take our first break, and we'll see you after after a moment. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Wow, you missed the whew, that was a great break of the things I don't even think we could just the comedy. Wow, it was great. Brandon, yeah, it was, it was never, like a fork scraping or something. It was amazing. I've never heard someone hit a note that high while singing before. Even it's just amazing. <laughs> wonderful job. Wonderful job. Yeah, and it was an excellent way of celebrating the Elton John documentary. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh well, guys. Um you know, I, I we call this the episode uh, about nothing because as I was sitting here scratching my brain looking for something to talk about, I really didn't have anything to talk about. So we really did a great job of of doing a segue into talking about, um, well, what, what exactly are we talking about, Ken? It's a show about nothing. Um, wait, that's someone else's thing. Um, we are talking uh -huh. about uh -huh. being nostalgic for video games in the 80s and early yeah. 90s. Yeah, so everything we talked about before the break. That's great. Okay, everybody, yep. we'll see you next week. Uh, no. Uh, well, you know, okay, let me ask you something right off the bat, guys. What At what year did you guys get online? Uh, uh, what do you define as online? This is me with my beautiful, majestic, <laughs> silky beard. Just, just listeners, think about it. Like every I, like 70s and 60s, like Kung Fu exploitation movie. It's a long is, white is. beard. And I like stroke it and throw it over my shoulder like they did in um, oh, Kill Bill wait, and stuff. Did you say yeah. you're a Unix user? Dude, I know uh, Unix. Yeah. Whoa, well, with the beard like that, that. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I have that Dilbert printed out and posted at work. Yep. Yes. There you go. Thank you very much. You got my reference. Okay. No, it, it. When did you get a modem that you were allowed oh. to dial out for with? Ooh, because we got AOL in, I want to say, '96. Mm -hmm. You've got hate mail. Yeah, something like you've that. Got mail. <clears throat> no, you've got hate mail. Um, we didn't actually get like a broadband modem until '98, '99, somewhere around there. Okay. Well, that would be the always-on type of internet. But I mean, I mean like dial in the. I know Ken talked about bulletin boards uh, earlier. Or we could probably do a whole episode just about BBSs, and we should right. do that. We should, we should, and we we should probably bring Dustin in for that one. Um, but the, the the question really is, what year did you guys get plugged in to the information superhighway that you started sliding down a series of tubes that the the World Wide Web was opened up to you? What year was that for me? It was in uh, the summer of 94 when I actually went to college. Um, so I first used my 300 bond modem that came with the Commodore 64 in 83. And it was really not interesting because all I could do is look up library indexes. Uh huh. So I'm not really counting that. We 
we will dial into the University of Houston. Um, as far as a modem of a uh, more recreational bent, which is probably the nice way of putting it, uh, yeah, it would have been like the the late eighties, you know, the the mid the mid eighties, eighty six maybe. We'll call it eighty six. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is this is one thing that be, Jim and I like to to be nostalgic about is the you know our days doing BBSing and stuff. So my 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 family uh, had heard all the horror stories of dialing in long distance and mm-hmm. racking up huge phone bills. I know I know people that got in trouble for uh, circumventing that is the nice way of putting it. I'm not sure what the statute of limitations is on that. So I don't want to, <laughs> well, if they got in trouble, then the, you know, they've served their time. Well, they, well, there was no prison sentence or anything like that. And I don't know what the actual, what they were busted for versus what they did. I just don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to get yeah, into that. Yeah. Allegedly. But, allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. Um, well, I, that's why I said, I know people. So, um, but no, uh, yeah, because the, we were, we were, my brother and I were, uh, you know, we downloaded like the anarchist cookbooks and the uh, naughty gifts that took no days to download, an hour to download, and it was just like ASCII pixel art and it was... <laughs> four color. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, ASCII pixel art. That's two color. <laughs> yeah, and you could download. Uh, I don't think the statute of limitations on piracy is very long, so you know you could download like the latest games, and that is really where you got into. Uh, you know your long distance bills of being really high. We didn't yeah. do it because when we when we really got yeah, into but... to to BBS culture was in South Florida, so it was all local. We we didn't have to long distance call at all, so there was a very vibrant um, scene back in the three hundred five. So. See, I I remember uh, at the school, I remember having that always on and looking for things to do, and chat rooms were the thing in ninety five. It's funny you say that because when I first when I first started working at an internet service provider, my current employer, 23, 22 years ago, um, I think Microsoft's big thing was, where do you want to go today? Hmm. And of course, my job was literally to set, sit on a help desk and just physically be there for eight to 10 hours a day. And uh, after about like a couple of weeks, I, I would turn over to my coworkers. I'm like, I legitimately have run out of places I want to go today. <laughs> like I surfed like the internet, like the whole of the internet, and I was like, okay. But again, fortunately, they made more internet, so it's all good now. <laughs> so it's it's time to make the internet. I've made the internet, so <laughs> time to make the donuts. Yeah, exactly. So uh, okay, so from there, I remember actually this is, and I think we've actually touched on this a little bit. I remember working with Jim and Mike. Uh, and I think Dustin was working with us at that time when uh, uh, the latest version of the game that brought us pretty much all together, except I'm not, Brandon, were you part of Tech Ops? I did not play Tech Ops, no. Okay. So it was right before you came in with 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 uh, uh, Desert Combat and, and Battlefield oh. 1942. Oh, uh, so good. Uh, Tech Ops, which is a, a, a team-based shooter, um, if, sure, if anyone's Xbox. familiar with Counter Strike, it's was very similar. I would almost say it's faster paced because I believe it was in the Unreal Engine. But yeah, anyway, it was the UT ninety nine engine. Yeah, it, I remember play. Uh, I remember playing and um, downloading it at work because we had a faster pipe at work than the fifty six k modems at home. 
Yeah, that's, um, that's that's where I played a lot was at work because they had a T1. So, yep, yep. And then uh, and then uh, the new then later, not that much longer, um, when we had moved over to Desert Combat, which was a mod for the Battlefield 1942 made by a company called Dice. It was a bunch of people actually called Dice. They were modders that were then hired by the makers of the Battlefield uh, series. And no, uh, so Dice made Battlefield. I want to call it. Black Sand Studios was the entity that came out of the modders of Desert Combat, which were then acquired or long-term contracted, acquired something for DICE officially. And then there was, what, Scuttlebutt internally. A lot of the original people didn't do it, but then Battlefield 2 came out and it was basically Desert Combat. Yep. Right. Right. So pretty cool. That's how it is. I just remember our our whole society um, coming together uh around those two games mm-hmm. and uh i i've said it before and i'll say it again i my fondest gaming memory is and actually the first time i ever played with ken whoa, the whoa, two hey of now. us what's that i said whoa hey now oh it's true and and we were tanking it uh we were holding uh part of the map together you were in one t72 and i was in another t72 and uh were we just spawn camping because that sounds like us we were we were moving between a couple of flags um and just the two of us were just rock and then we had uh uh uh, one of our our uh unfortunately he's no longer in the group and we haven't seen him a long time one of our younger friends uh oh man actually actually uh i i can't remember his real name so i don't want to use his handle here but he popped into the main group channel not that long ago, months, I think. And uh, he just kind of gave a quick sit rep, but uh, he's he's idling, I think, but I don't think he's really engaged any. So he is he is alive and well, as far as we can tell. And it was Good. really interesting to see him uh, pop up again on the radar. Yeah, because he was so. the youngest member, I think, ever. And but yeah. boy, could he fly. Oh, and my God. He was just air support. While the two of us just held, it was I was probably the most powerful I've ever felt playing a, a yeah. first-person shooter, and uh, uh, I'm Jeff, glad to have shared that with you, Ken. Jeff, Jeff, who was on the show in season one, um, he never really played much in our circle of friends, but he played some Desert Combat back then. He'll anytime we bring it up, he's like, "Yeah, and that goddamn dude in that A10 doing loopy loops <laughs> in the air and just killing me." I'm like, "Yeah, he was a freaking good pilot, man." You know, yeah, he was. He was. I don't know whether he because he had the, the thrust master going on, which is a joystick. I thought he was mouse and keyboard. Maybe. I don't know. You know what? Now I'm going to probably ping him on Discord and ask him about it. Hey, what were you doing back then? Because we were talking about you on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no no names, so nothing to come back to you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the 90s, especially the, the, the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, it's. It, it all started like really coming together as far as you know that ability so it, it's it's weird there was uh you know we we used irc to chat um mm-hmm. and i think vent was it vent or TeamSpeak for both yeah. post- we used what was it? TeamSpeak for voice chat then we moved over to ventrilo right then i think we moved back to team and back to ventrilo but yeah, we never quite a few times um yeah Never do I think we ever did Roger Wilco, though. No, no. Um, I think it had a better audio codec, but the only person that was complaining about that was um, whatever his name is. (laughs) (laughs) That guy. Yeah, I don't want to say his handle because 
you know, as we go. We were talking about him about racing recently. Dustin. No, oh. no, no, not Dustin. Gavin. 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 Oh, and you know what's what's funny about that? Love Gavin to death. But for the longest time, he used a single earpiece Bluetooth receiver. <laughs> I, will, I wasn't even going to talk about that, but go ahead. Which, on one hand, is he was one of the early adopters for Bluetooth on a computer and yada, yada, yada. Pretty cool. But on the other hand, to know that uh, he had issues with uh, with yeah, audio codecs. Uh, yeah, yeah, all the time. So, love and, the guy to death. Yeah. Well, he, he's one of those people that run in, uh, in in our circle of friends because we have a circle of friends that are longer term gamers. We were all at least, I would say, power user level computer people in general. A lot of us are a lot more deep into it. Uh, that includes all of us here in the channel. But um, it's one of those things that uh, he, he runs into a lot of uh, poor game design decisions or just oh. decisions of software because he's kind of yeah. a more of a niche user. Mm -hmm. uh, his his big thing is he is sinister, which for those following along means left-handed. Left-handed. Yeah, left-handed. Yeah. So of course he play, he doesn't play a traditional gamer WSAD, WASD rather, I guess is technically with, with mouse. Um, he plays arrow keys or number pad and then mouse, which is fine. It's a good way of playing it, but so many game developers cannot get things into their head like if you're going to allow me to remap keys do not erase it every time you patch do not default that every time you patch and he hates that and i justifiably so i i would hit, totally hate it too i agree so. i agree with that because uh what um thing still does it <clears throat> ubisoft still does that no oh, yeah. jesus all right <laughs> yeah and you have no and they do it not only with your with your control settings but your your graphic settings now the control settings i don't care i can adapt Right, but if you change my graphic settings every time, that's going to make me punch you in the throat a lot. If you make it so I actually have to go and click, 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 versus just okay, in, instead of my, you know, I learned that G is now throw grenade because of uh, Battlefield Bad Company. You, you know what? Used to before, but I learned that key mapping because that's what they wanted to use. I, I, I got to be honest with you, mm -hmm. I just love the Nvidia experience because. All I got to do is just click use optimal settings. Mm. Um, I'm happy. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't need to be twiddly or anything like that. I just take the optimal settings and run with it. I can't tell the difference between 24 frames per second and 900 frames per second like some of our our uh, you, friends. You, that, yeah, that's a can of worms, man. I, I, I personally can't really hear, but I'm now running a 14, uh, 144 hertz monitor. So I was like, eh, whatever. You people discuss. I'm I'm almost blind anyway, so it doesn't matter. As long as the blob that has the thing sticking out shoots the blobs that are running towards me, I'm fine. That's yeah. that that works for me. What were you saying, Brandon? Or us people that I said I'm disgusted <laughs> with disgust me. How so? Uh he, graphic wise. His, his eyes need to be bleeding every time <laughs> he loads a game. It's got to be so cutting edge sharp. Uh, pretty sure. much. I, I, I can understand that, man. And then I load up World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's that's tight. Those graphics are you could you could slice yourself on the the edges. Right, yes, the edges. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, hey, th there's nothing wrong with playing throwback games on your thirty five hundred dollar PC. Nothing wrong with that at all. No, there really isn't. It looks fantastic. I run it in an oversampled eight K, so I can get <laughs> nice. I, I'm dead ass serious. Um, 
so that it, it will actually run at 90 frames a second. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. There is nothing more amazing than loading up a game that your old computer chugged away at. And it is just absolutely gorgeous. Years later, there's something to that feeling. Oh, yeah. I, I love doing that. Yeah. A like game you, that's like, oh, chug, chug, chug. Look, oh, listen to my fans run <laughs> 10 years ago is now like, oh, pff, yeah. This used to be cutting edge. Ha! What impresses me is is Fallout. Um, Fallout Four. When it first, when I first got that, it took. I, I mean, you were there, Pat. It took me, you know, a couple of tries to actually get it to work because it would crash on me. It would do whatever, you know, getting the graphics just right so that it actually ran fluidly. Now I load it up. I'll I'll run the fucking four K pack. Uh-huh. <laughs> toss every graphic mod i can on it and uh-huh. just... not even break a sweat exactly yep i have to say okay now here's something else when we both got fallout 4 and we loaded in and played it and we were in voice chat together yes there was about uh that that first day was so amazing we both ran into things oh my god did you catch did this happen to you or, or <laughs> i'm not going to spoil it but you might want to walk over by here and maybe yep. something will happen oh my god it was so cool just the 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 exploration, the the finding things, so so awesome. So yeah, again, you know, I, I know my sister has asked previously, what keeps us together? Why why games? What what why are we friends? Well, because each of us, every single person that I have gamed with, every single person in the group, I have a special memory of. I think I mentioned this before, but playing a game with them and being like, wow, this is amazing. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's thoughtful. Sometimes it's just amazing and i've never been able to recapture that magic that i've shared with you know uh, say chris or you guys like oh gang beasts you remember that game did you guys play gang beasts oh, at all yeah with the wobbly beast. people the I wrestling blobs wobbly <laughs> you know yeah no yeah. it's good it's good fun i have never laughed so hard or nearly passed out <laughs> <laughs> i know what you mean though than yeah. playing that game with people just because it is you control all four, all four limbs and your head of this person, and you wrestle everybody else, and you're kind of made out of sticky jello. <laughs> yeah, and, and by saying control, that might lead a little too much uh, uh, gravitas about how much <laughs> how much you can actually control yeah. your character. Yeah. Yeah. You can they, control what direction they're moving in, and then you can move the arm, and it's like a button, and it moves the arm. And that's that's the other thing is that because you are you're doing movement plus you're controlling limbs and everything, your fingers sometimes you forget what one finger is doing. So you'll end up holding on to someone while you're trying to throw them, and you'll end up throwing yourself with them, and you'll both go flying across the room. It's it's a it's a hilarious game. So yeah, yeah. There's 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 moments in every uh, you know every single game that has been phenomenal and each of us if we sat down and and asked each of our guests as they come in hey what's your favorite gaming memory oh yeah with the group everyone's gonna have one you know that's uh, gonna be the, the next the next three questions are coming <laughs> jeremy talked about the time he he uh dropped a train on alan in borderlands. oh yeah borderlands borderlands yeah. 2 borderlands yeah. 2 yeah and that that's uh you know and I, that's probably not his all-time favorite but he talked about uh, working with Jim and playing Nether, and you know, 
Yeah. yeah. So that that's that's what, the nostalgia. Forget the years. <laughs> it's the it's the crap we've put each other through and gone through with each other that yep. really really kind we of were, makes... we were talking about uh some of our old day z memories the other day um <laughs> Devin, you know stuff like that you know yeah yeah Devin being uh had like 300 zombies running after him <laughs> because he spawned on the other side of the map we're like just follow the road we'll catch up to you i don't know 15 minutes away yeah that, that was like great. things like was it uh jim shot uh Devin because he was something like i'm gonna shoot you i'm gonna count to three and i'm gonna shoot you i I think it was Jim. I can't remember. And is didn't believe him or something. I don't know that I'm terrible at retelling stories. I really am, but it was just the circumstance and it was uh, being the very sandbox environment. It was, yeah, you could play the game as uh, written on the box. Okay. I survive another day. I get a better gun, whatever I can, I can eat some beans. I can yell friendly in Cherno, uh-huh. but it's the, uh, the player to player moments that are, uh, Sometimes, sometimes it's crap, right? Oh, hey, what's up? And then he just shoots you, and you're like, okay, well, that was fun. Um, or, uh, you know, that Daisy is one of the first games because uh, they do it in like Rust and a lot of other PvP uh, like Arc and stuff, where you could like, uh, and it's a little disturbing when you think about it, but you could physically restrain another player and then force them to drink Windex. Yes, yes, um, which is a very disturbing thing and you can start getting into a very deep dark psychological hole about <laughs> that kind of stuff we're not going to go there well, but um you know one of the one of the youtube videos uh that i really enjoyed back in the day uh for daisy was a dude who had a clown mask okay and in that game your microphone can be uh area so like yeah, you know, if you're 10 feet away from somebody, it sounds like they're actually 10 feet away from you. If you're right next, and he just walked, no weapons, just the clown mask, walked while playing music, spooky music. Okay, so kind of and like an it thing or something. Kind of, yeah, something yeah. like that. And he chased, and I say chased because he was walking. He followed. He, yeah, he followed people, and the people he were following were fully armed and able to shoot. And doesn't and matter. They, they were freaked out. They were completely freaked out by the guy. It was it just one of the most awesome. You know, there's you know, there's there's web there's YouTube videos talk about gamers are awesome and the things that people can do in the limitations of a game. It's amazing. And it's it's uh you know, I when people say video games and its culture are nothing gained from it, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I really think that uh the creativity of people inside a, a, a specific sandbox, not a sandbox world, but a specific game that allows you to do things either intentionally or not necessarily intentionally. Right. is pretty darn amazing. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, like there's two types of MMOs as far as uh, I really think about it. There's the very structured kind of ones like uh, World of Warcraft, that kind of stuff. And then there's kind of like framework ones which I'm going to call like the early Ultima Online or like Star Wars Galaxies. I think it was yes. Galaxies. That was a freeform one where there's like, there's this framework of stuff you can do, but everything that really happens in game that you're going to remember is because of another person actually doing something that you remember. The, uh, they used to call that the theme park MMO versus okay, yeah, uh, freeform MMO. Yeah. So like Matrix Online was one of those ones that you could do anything. Same thing with... Uh, uh, Star Wars Galaxies, which was a personal favorite. Warts and all. 
Exactly. Then you had your, you know, your World of Warcraft where you could, it's it's pretty structured. You have things to do. Yeah. <laughs> then you had hybrids like uh, Age of Conan. Yeah. Age of Conan was a weird one. It was. Yeah. 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 Still yeah, one of my favorite soundtracks of a game. <laughs> uh, partially one of my favorite unintentional moments was the fact that you could be on a horse and kick people off of paths. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that you could only do that on the. I'm trying to think whether you could only do that on PvP servers or whether that worked on PVE as well. It worked on PVE, which I think uh, because you, I, that's yeah, why, why it got I patched it, out. Yeah, because you didn't take damage from being physically kicked by the horse, so you could buy a horse and then it, it had an attack where it would basically kick behind it like a horses do, and uh, so there's a very narrow path along a ledge in one of the zones, and uh, so. <laughs> People would have to run past it, and you position yourself, your horse, in such a way that if you kick them, you wouldn't take damage from the kick, but it would kick you off this tall ledge, and you would still take damage from the fall. Yep. So you could just kill people. And I remember having to kite past people in that game, because we would, it would... It's a weird thing about MMOs, and and you guys probably all know what I'm talking about, but uh, hopefully some of our listeners too, especially in a... a pvp or a situation where you know that there's something that can happen to your character that's not ideal you'll you'll run up to the thing and then you'll all kind of like gather as a group if there's other people around you and you're all hoping someone else goes first because you're hoping you can run behind them and not get hit by the trap <laughs> because there's a cooldown on the the attack and stuff right yeah, so yeah yeah unless of course there's two or three people with horses there and they're yeah well, yeah, that was, that was a little harder to organize that kind of stuff sometimes. So you, Still, you rarely saw that. You know, well done. If it was well done, it was hilarious. If it was, you know, there's a point where it it's not as funny. There's diminishing returns on how yeah. amusing it is. Yeah. Yeah, there's, uh, I think there's some super cuts on YouTube of people just doing that. And it's it still makes me giggle every time I see it, which is not yeah. that often, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, I think we uh, we tapped this keg dry for this week. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add to the to the fun? Oh, I should start brewing again. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? So I appreciate <laughs> you uh, being a part of this. Uh, we'll see you next time. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Remember, check us out on our Discord server. Take a look at www.lunchcrew.org. Did I say that right? Is it Lunch Crew? Ken? O-R-G. Yeah, O-R-G. Yep. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bah. 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 Of course you do. Of course you do. Of course you do. It's majestic. I moisturize. <laughs>